Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh, baby. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Adam is so uncomfortable doing air horn or lasers or whatever he's doing. I absolutely love it. Just loud noises, man. Just loud noises. (laughs) We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use the code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Got a packed show today. We got some actual basketball to talk about. Mm-hmm. Waco Chanchar and Slovenia take down Lithuania this morning to open up Eurobasket. We'll hit that. We'll also talk about some potential breakout candidates for next season. Is Vlatko in that group? Is oh. Zeke in that group? I we'll love over it. Some of those names. Every you can always count on Euro, Euro you know, basket basketball competitions, us hyping up Vlatko Chanchar. You can just if, my, if he's yeah, playing yeah, for yeah. Slovenia, we're hyping him up. Especially if he's playing well. I mean, it's it's the perfect lead-in to next season. Uh, and then we'll also get into some other interesting stuff from around the league. Let me introduce who's on with me today, coming to you from the DNVR studios, Adam Mars. That is me. I am at the DNVR studios, also the DNVR bar, which is opening very, very momentarily. Very excited Whoa. for that. Whoa. <laughs> I, uh, it might be opening sooner than than anyone thinks, uh, as evidenced by there's like a hundred people working downstairs right now. Yeah, I'm it's confused. coming together quick. Yeah, I'm actually a little confused as to as to the openness of the bar, but I'm coming. I think next week is the official grand opening next Friday. Okay, okay. Yeah, there may be soft openings before that. <laughs> also with us today, it's Brendanville, fellas. Uh, they got me. Disney got me. I gave him more money. I didn't want to buy ESPN Plus, but I wanted to watch Eurobasket on Crystal Clear <laughs> HD. So I did. But it was worth it because I woke up and I watched King Vlaco this morning. Some good hoops this morning. And, you know, offseason talk can be a drag, but it's sweet Harrison when you're just watching basketball. We're 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 through the offseason. I'm with you. By the way, I thought I had ESPN Plus. I did, but apparently I didn't. So I ordered it, or I ordered it a second time. I gotta find. I gotta check my bill. But I ordered it as well. And I gotta say, we're through the offseason. The the dog days. We are no longer in the dog days. We actually get to wake up and watch basketball, which is what I did today. Yeah. I watched Bosnia uh, versus Hungary first. I watched that game, and then I caught Slovenia second half. Matt Moore wanted to record a podcast with me earlier today, so. I, he, he did not respect Black Chanchar the way I personally do, so I had to miss the first half. But I caught the second half. 
Well, let's get right into it on that note. Um, Slovenia and Lithuania played this morning. First real Eurobasket game that Nuggets fans need to pay attention to because Vlako Chancher is, of course, playing. Guys, Lithuania win, or Lithu- Lithuania loses. Slovenia wins, first of all. Vlako Chancher's final line, 11 points, 4 or 5 from the field, 2 or 2 from 3, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks at the rim, 1 steal. He had a couple nice threes, catch and shoots. He had, like I said, two blocks at the rim, one to close the first half, one in clutch time in the second half. He looks athletic. He looks spry. I, I mean, what do you guys think of Vlatko's game today? Have to love it. How good was he? And we we half joke about it at this point, Slovenia team Vlatko, but he plays well with this team. He plays confidently. He's got yeah. a role. If anything, I kind of thought he should have played a little more in the fourth today. I was looking for him, and now I know what everyone's going to say, and they're probably right. Luca turned it on. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, also, Vlaco coming back on the floor, Slovenia finding another gear. Maybe there's something there. He plays really well, timely cuts, low-mistake player. It's a guy you trust on the floor. We've said it enough times, but maybe that description almost does him a disservice. Yeah. I don't know if it does him a disservice or not. I, I because look, he's a really good role player. FIBA competition, I feel like role players almost shine more um, mm-hmm. because there's so many good ones and teams play the right way. Like we've said this before, really high level role players would not look great at the Drew League. Like they wouldn't look good in an right. open run in a pickup game. And sometimes that's even true of the NBA if your team's not playing a style of basketball that is um, you know conducive to a, players like Vladko Chancher. But in FIBA, one. I, not every team does have a different style in Slovenia, kind of an NBA ish style, but nonetheless, like Vlaco, mm-hmm. I've always said, I think he's a low mistake player. You saw low mistakes and not just low mistakes, finding himself in the right spots down the stretch right. of this game right. uh, defensively and offensively. And then of course, complete completing those plays. I just, I, every time I watch him play for Slovenia, I'm like, I love this dude. I love how he plays. Well, he's kind of the perfect role player next to Luca b- because you mentioned Slovenia plays more of an NBA style than a lot of FIBA teams. And they absolutely do watching Slovenia compared to watching Serbia. Like the differences are so drastic Slovenia, like, you know, it's Luca's show. He's in high pick and roll. He's breaking down the defense from there. They kind of play like the Dallas Mavs do to be (laughs) totally honest. Whereas Serbia, I mean, it's probably the right call. Whereas Serbia, you know, is much more free flowing. Like how Nico Jokic likes to play. Probably not a big surprise there, but Vlaco just he he fits next to Luca really really well I think like offensively defensively he's just in the right spot at the right time he can hit those catch and shoot threes so he he just looks like he's in the right type of role um, for his skill set so I, I was impressed with with how he played today he was efficient didn't turn the ball over um, he, he was just really solid. I would think if you're a team Slovenia fan, he's in your circle of trust. I, I really mean that, right? I, we got to hear from our Slo- – we have to have some Slovenian listeners, man. Chime We've in. got to, right? We've got yeah. to. I know our Serbian fans – Or even if you loud. just watch the team a lot. Yeah, maybe it's just what we see. But Vlaka really seems to to be an integral part of the rotation from what I see. How much does uh, Vlako have to break out for us to do Slovenia trip 2023? <laughs> Back-to-back MVPs off the table? What do you think? <laughs> I know. If it took a guy getting back-to-back MVPs for us to go to Serbia, um, I don't know. Like so, uh, one six-man-of-the-year vote? 
Just one, <laughs> one, yeah. just one vote i love it still not gonna happen but i love it anyway yeah another little storyline to this game carlos vlatko was matched up with sabonis for a lot of this game like he was guarding him they were guarding each other demontis sabonis who like is a fringe all-star player he has made an all-star game in the nba 10 points 4 10 from the field five rebounds four fouls four turnovers Vlatko kind of outplayed DeMontis Sabonis today <laughs> on the international stage, guys. This is crazy. Like, I one thing I'll say is I didn't realize um, Slovenia was favored in this game. Do we know what the DraftKings line was? With how how heavy of favorites were they? Was it like two points? It was probably it. yeah. They were definitely favored. I know probably three four points. So I didn't know that because you look at just the talent that they have on the other side. I know Luca is kind of Luca, but you look at the talent, the other side, they had some guys. So I was a little bit surprised by that, but to your point, that's part of what I love about Vlatko offensively. We say he was in the right spots. It's really easy to be in the right spots for team Slovenia. Like Luca yeah, has the just ball. space, the floor Vlatko's <laughs> spot was the corner and there wasn't a whole lot of things going on. It's just like when the action, once the shot goes up or whatever, can you get to the glass? Can you get where you're supposed to be? And Vlatko, he had a huge offensive rebound late in the game. Right. Or it actually, I don't think he got credited for the rebound, but he tipped it out, you know, which gave a second chance point or a second chance opportunity and ran some clock. So it's just stuff like that. But defensively, he doesn't look as big as he did at his peak. I would be curious to see like what the Vlatko like fluctuations have looked like over the last thin. couple of years. But he still yeah, looks like a unit. He still looks like a unit out there. Yeah, I've never seen a player like fluctuate his weight maybe as much as Vlatka. You know, <laughs> if you go back to the bubble compared to now, it seems like he bulked up to get to the bubble, bulked up in the bubble, and now has just gone in the opposite direction. <laughs> Adam, Adam Vlatko. To your earlier point, I do think like this Lithuania team is good. I think we saw two high level teams matched up today. So, you know, one team being favored a little bit over the other i think that was supposed to be a good game one way or the other and we certainly got one um vlatko maybe maybe doesn't need to be world's strongest man competition vlatko maybe a little quickness serves him well i like the way he's attacking off the dribble especially when he has mismatches when guys are a little too big uh, or maybe too overzealous on closeouts so finn vlatko he looks thin to me but he looked good to me and i'm excited to see him play again this I, I'm kind of look when I say, are we doing him a disservice? Is he a guy to watch for a breakout season? I think we all know the deal. It's relatively high expectations for Vlaco. You cap it, but there's just a chance that really what this guy has lacked more than anything at the NBA level is opportunity because when he plays, he plays well. I can't wait for the Vlaco run at this year. Cause I don't know if he's going to be in the rotation. I mean, one of the things we think about is like both he Zeke and Jeff green can't all have good years. They just can't. Right, right. Unless like Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter both like have season end, ending injuries or something like that. But you, I don't think all three, there's room for all three of those guys. And we all just default to Zeke Naji, Jeff Green, and then Vlatko. And I don't know, like, I just, I feel good about Vlatko. Like, I just feel part of why I don't worry about Zeke Naji is because if it doesn't work out, I feel good about Vlatko behind him. Well said. Right, well said. right, right. I mean, we could talk about this a little bit now. We're obviously going to go into who some of the other breakout candidates could be. Bones Highland, Zeke Naji. Could Bruce Brown have a breakout? But Vlaco's season last year, I, I can just break it down here because I was looking into it just before the show started. He was injured in the preseason. 
He he had a hip strain. He missed right. the first month of the year. Came back and in his second game healthy, he played double digit minutes, played 15 minutes, 10 points, four rebounds, and a loss to the Bucks. Out of the rotation the next few games, but then Jamichael Green gets banged up. Vlaco got a chance and he kind of ran with it. He then played double digit minutes in seven of his next eight games, end of December, beginning of January. Then in that ninth game, broke his foot out for the year. But he did play really well in those seven games. It was only seven games. Look, look, thinking back on it, I felt like it was a longer stretch that he might have played well for. It was only seven games, but he got the opportunity last year. He excelled. He probably would have kept playing if he didn't break his foot, but it's just more of a crowded front court Mm, now than it even was last season. You put Michael Porter Jr. into the mix. Everybody from last year is pretty much back except Jamichael Green, who Vlaco maybe could have jumped last year. So it's it's going to be tough, but I do think you're right, Adam. Like not all of those guys can have good seasons. One guy's going to be left out. What would a lineup look like if it was um, like Bruce Brown, Contavious Caldwell Pope, uh, Vladko Chanchar, Zeke Naji, and Nikola Jokic? Meaning all guys that don't create anything. And then Jokic. But don't screw up either. None of those guys really screw up. It probably wouldn't look that good. You need a ball handling creator somewhere in there. Maybe that's Bruce Brown. Maybe he can take on that role. But those are just like, that might be the all solid team. You know, these guys are all solid. Yeah, maybe Ish Smith goes in there for for one of those guys or something. I don't know. I like the framing Adam landed on. I mean, there's a chance Flacco is exactly where he needs to be, which is a third stringer, fourth stringer. You feel quite confident. Probably, in if, probably the case if he had to play. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's what he's signed up for right now. I mean, right. he's yeah. clearly the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth guy. He's on a cheap contract. He's going to stay ready for you. So. I mean, it's it's probably the right spot for him. Uh, vote. Let's take a little bit of an early break. We're going to come back and go over some breakout candidates for next season. Zeke Naji, maybe. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., maybe. Bones Highland, maybe. We'll get to that on the other side here. If you love DNVR, you're going to love Game Time, new friends of ours. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets <clears throat> through the link in the description of this show. You can join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app now to score the best seats on all of their favorite events. Game Time is a ticketing site. It's the hottest new ticketing site. It's making it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Are you trying to sit courtside? Are you trying to sit lower level? You won't find a better deal this season on the Nuggets than the deals you're going to find through Game Time. It's created by the fans, for the fans, and they guarantee a low price. So check them out game time making it easier than ever to catch your nuggets up close and in person DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook is making it easier than ever to enjoy yourself as a sports fan you don't have to have skin in the game as a fan to have skin in the just about any game particularly football games because DraftKings sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the nfl and the return of football is here denver bronco fans are ready You can bet just $5 on any football game. You're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action on opening night. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. If you bet on a team to get up seven and they get up seven, you win. They don't have to hold it. They don't have to win. 
but you will. So many no-brainers, so many ways to play, so many ways to win with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download that app now. Use promo code DNVR. Get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Of course, you got to be 21 or old or older in Colorado only, only once per new customer. It's a minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. New Jokic just dropped, guys. Eurobasket dropped a uh, – you can find this, Kale, and bring it up. It's from at Eurobasket, and it's this very, I would say, Star Wars-looking photo of him. Have you seen it? The oh, he, he's holding, like, two lightsabers. Yeah, it's like two lightsabers he's got going on here. But, little anecdote, wearing his wedding ring in the photo. Oh, what a guy. Jokic right. being the ultimate married guy, guy, man. I just love it. So He's so wholesome. Dude, that's an incredible photo. He, look how happy he looks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that. I, what, it, does he look happy? <laughs> you th- or is it? Uh, is it Kale a smile that that was? Is it a smile that was just like, "Hey, Nicola, smile," <laughs> and that's what he gave him. I don't know. He looks happy right, to me. See if you found it. There it is. Look at this. That is He's an got extremely Star Wars. I, I, it's so Star Wars. I like this too because it's like, uh, is he um, a Jedi or a Sith? You guys didn't know I knew this much about Star Wars, did you? Is he good or evil? That's right. I, I mean, I will say that's pretty basic Star Wars knowledge. Like, <laughs> that's that, that's in the you know intro to Star Wars. You cover no, that in the first. Awesome. Go, go to the other yeah. photo, Kale. Switch good through, side or through these bad side. Quick. Good, bad, dark, evil. Yeah evil good i love the comments yes yes yep there that's the one there's the one the wedding ring you got the lights behind him oh my goodness look at this i love it good job euro basket great work i'm also seeing on uh twitter right now that team slovenia had to take a cab to the game today (laughs) yeah and i'll tell you this what we learned in serbia is that it's impossible to get a cab before a Serbia game. Remember when oh, we were man, going to so the Serbia-Greece game? We, we almost, kept calling for a cab and could not get one. We almost missed our meetup. <laughs> we were like, you guys were like a half hour late to the meetup. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, apparently you're able to get one in Slovenia before, or wherever they are. Where are they playing? I'm not sure where the where Slovenia's group's playing, but they are able to get one. They literally just didn't organize a bus. That's crazy. That's kind. Of, that happened to me coming home. There was no plane. That's why I was delayed. They forget. They we didn't have a plane, which I thought would be step one <laughs> in that process. But all right, we're back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, let's talk about some breakout candidates for next season, guys. We hit on Vlatko a little bit. Um, you know, we can we can mention him as the show goes along here. But I want to start with the guy that's maybe the most obvious contender for a breakout. That's Bones Highland. You know, coming off a huge rookie season where it kind of feels like he established himself as a member of the Nuggets core. He's the backup point guard. Jamal Murray is back this coming season, but. You know, he's not going to be 100% of who Jamal Murray is. Like, some of those minutes will go to Bones. He'll start some games, I'm sure, on the second night of back-to-backs. He'll maybe close a couple games. The bench unit is going to be Bones Highlands. 
MPJ is going to be on that. You know, we'll, we'll see how much control he takes of it. But Bones is going to be running it. Um, vote. How confident are you that we could be heading for a Bones Highland breakout season? I mean, is he the guy that you look at this year and you're like, all right, he's he's leveling up. You know, he's he's on pace to really break out this year. I mean, sure, right? There's. It, He's going from the rookie year to the sophomore season and the rookie season ended the way he would hope it would on a personal level. Of course, not team success. They want to go all the way, but he earned the spot. He excelled in the spot. He was put under pressure in that spot, both in the regular season, think Philly game, and then in the playoffs where he learned some important lessons. We saw the ups and the downs. A lot of important notches in his belt now, I think, as an NBA player. He's going to come in more confident. And if he stays healthy, it, you know, the ankles, I think, were really derailed him more than anything last season. And so you hope those are not an issue this year. If he stays on the court, we know how important he has to be by definition of his role this season. I think he's ready to step into it. And, you know, how, how much better will he get defensively will be a fun thing to watch. How important is that to him is a question to keep in mind. I don't I think offensively we're all. We're all ready to see a guy who's ready to play backup point guard. It's tough, man, because there's the sophomore slump and there's also yep. the second year bump. Like, right. It feels yeah. like players go one of two ways. And I would say, I, I, I'm just saying this anecdotally, I could be wrong on this statistically. Like if we researched every, every player in, in this one way, but it seems like point guards tend to have the second year like challenges. Because thing, mm -hmm. the game gets a little bit more difficult. It's like, hey, it's not just about the things you're good at. you got to do all these other things. Now, Bones has a natural inclination to those things. He's been better at the table-setting aspects of this than most people, most point guards, when they come into the league. I agree. So maybe he has a leg up on it. I don't know if he would be my number one candidate, though. And I, know, I think he's going to be most people's number one candidate. I don't know if he would be for me. Just because I feel like he has a huge responsibility this season. And we just haven't – I mean, I, I just wouldn't be surprised if this was a big highs, low lows season for Bones Highland. Mm. Yeah. What does make me feel really confident about his potential breakout, though, is how much better he seemed to get as the season went on last year. And if you think about his year, goes from, like, playing on that bench unit to becoming the backup point guard to – like really becoming a key guy and closing a lot of games. You give him a full off season. Now you give him the keys to that second unit starting opening night next year, starting at training camp, potentially. And we'll see how much if Smith plays like all, all that stuff. So I, I guess to be decided technically, yeah, don't, but this don't, is don't forget that. job. Yeah. Don't forget that Michael Malone said it's going to be a training yeah. camp battle. Um, yep. Okay. All right. Well, We'll, we'll play the game. We'll play the game. You, it's a training actually, here's camp a real battle. question, though, Harrison. Do you feel like Michael Malone will walk that back at any point? Or do you think he'll go to that line again on media day and day one of camp? I think we'll go that line again. <laughs> I think I think that's how he wants to frame it. He loves training camp battles. Come on. <laughs> Michael <does>. Malone loves <laughs> a good he training does. camp battle. I mean, every <laughs> training camp of his first three years on the job was a training camp battle for the small forwards. <clears throat> Yeah, he loves it. He, he loves that type of competition. So. Do you think there'll be any other training camp battles? Well, forward, right? Zeke Naji, Jeff Green, Vlaco Chance. Back, back oh, up backups, backups, yeah. backup, forward. backup, power forward. 
I don't know if you call those battles, though. I mean, I really battling is like starters. He might, though. He might third string seat. small forward, Christian <laughs> Brown, Vlatko Chancar. Yeah. Um, but but just how how much better Bones got last season? I think he's a fast learner. I think he's got a really high basketball IQ. I think he picks up on things really quickly. And just by playing and learning at that backup point guard spot, I just think he's going to be so much better playing that position and running his team even than he was to close last year. Yeah, but there's there's like a, a, a maturation that has nothing to do with basketball. No, I shouldn't say nothing, but has less to do with basketball than the parts you're talking about. And to me, that's the part that I'm just more curious because I've just seen too many point guards, young point guards in particular, come through. And it's that part of the game that's hard, the emotional maturity, yeah. the, uh, you know, the ability not to, not to get too high and low because you're a leader and all eyes are mm-hmm. on you um, that I, I just don't know that that's a box he didn't check last year. And it's one yeah. that for him to succeed, he will have to check this year. And I don't know if it just happens like that. I think it's more of a gradual process in the NBA. That's mm-hmm. a good point. And I think, you know, the the ups and downs is probably an apt way of framing the expectations, but to Wynn's point of he just has the whole season to learn this. I, I, for me, do you guys think if I had, if, if you had to answer is bones, a better player heading into the playoffs this upcoming season? Oh yes. No, no. I think like no question. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's also going to have to like figure out how to feed everybody this season. There's a lot more mouths to feed this year. You know, last year he kind of came in and could do really whatever he wanted. Like he had, a longer leash than I've ever seen Michael Malone right. give a rookie. He really did what he wanted to do on that bench unit the second half of the season. Now he's got Jamal Murray back. He's got Michael Porter Jr. KCP needs shots. So he's going to have to find a little bit of a balance. And I think that that comes back to what we were talking about from just, you know, the maturity aspect. Where is he in that area? I, I see this question from Maxwell. It says, Jason Kidd was in Germany to watch Luca. Where's Michael Malone? It just makes me think, will we see Michael Malone and Eurobasket? I'm going to say, say yes. yes. I would say yes. It totally fits his MO to be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm very excited to ask Jokic at Media Day uh, about his experience with Coach Pesic. And I'm also excited to ask just if Michael Malone had had any conversations with him at all. I, it seems natural that they would, but I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they haven't. Yeah, I mean, I think Michael Malone would be there. I think maybe Calvin Booth would make the trip over there. You want to show him that support, I would think. Um, Adam, who's your top candidate for a breakout? If it's not Bones Highland, who's the number one guy in your mind? Well, I hadn't considered that. So it might be Bones Highland by virtue of I don't know if it's going to be a <laughs> So it might actually be Bones. My own point about Bones, by the way, like you guys know, I'm a I'm really a huge believer in his skill set. This or that, just of course. When we talk, Jokic in 2019-20, his fourth season was not the player he was in his fifth and sixth seasons. And this is my point: is that even the best player in the NBA in their second year is not what you project their final form to be. So. Jokic his second year was really a shell of what he is now and I just think Bones will be that too he'll show the flashes the same way Jokic showed those flashes but they'll be flashes not consistent oh 82 games we just got this stud that's like whatever it's it's unfair in so many ways to put that on a uh, a second year player 
Um, real, real quick though, before we go into that, remember when Michael Malone was almost an advisor to team Serbia? Yeah, I do. Do you you remember that? I do. I I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. I can't something that never happened. That almost would have been cool. (laughs) That would have happened and probably would have been cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, if I have a, yeah. I, I'll tell you the one candidate that I think is going to have a really good year. I've said this before. I think Aaron Gordon, I, it's weird to say breakout because I don't know statistically it's going to be that different. Yeah. But, yeah. but I do think that Aaron Gordon is going to, if I were saying like the average expectation of all players, Aaron Gordon would be one of the ones that I'm like, I'm taking the over. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. higher on him than I think that the expectation. Yeah, well, if we're doing that, can I say Michael Porter Jr.? I mean, I really... At this point for him, it would be a breakout, though, I think. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. I, I really do. I, I think the people are low on him for right the right reasons, I think. But here in Denver, I think people are more excited than than folk are, are around the basketball universe. Look, is he going to answer every question we have about him between now and the playoffs? No, but... He was so good when Jamal Murray went down in the regular season as a second option with so yeah. much to learn about basketball. And this is always my point for everything I'm told about what he can't do or doesn't get yet. I say, and yet, and right. and, the, and, it's, and I'm pointing to something substantial, which is a guy who can s- score with some of the best of them in the regular season. So I'm really excited to see him hopefully stay healthy and, and grow into another level as a player. Don't forget that when this guy stays on the floor, he does get better. So big, big, <laughs> yeah. if, big if, but I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about Michael Porter Jr. a lot, and it's like there's a non-zero chance. There's actually maybe a somewhat okay chance that he comes back and offensively he's the same player he was before the injury. Like, I actually think that's on the table where he's that good of a shooter, where he's just that efficient of a player. I'm I'm actually very worried about him defensively, just missing that much time and just how quickly he's able to pick that up again because it's easy to forget, but he was improving as a defender before like his full last season that he played, not counting the nine games last year, but the 2020-21 season, he was improving. I don't know how he's able to be able to get back there defensively, but offensively, I've actually got a lot of hope that he can just come in and be a, a somewhat similar guy. <laughs> Is it because he never misses shots when he takes jumpers? <laughs> Is that why you have the big confidence? Reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you, if the thing with Michael Porter, if he plays sixty plus games, he's going to be so freaking good heading into the playoffs. It just it comes down to that. That's like Vote said: when he plays, he gets better, and he's already like so talented but the pieces come together for him when he plays consistent, steady minutes. And sure. if, if he does that for 60 plus games, that means he's playing steady minutes and he'll be, um, I think he'll shock a lot of people for sure. Do you guys envision him staggering with the bench, Michael Porter? And, and, and if so, I mean, what does that look like? Is it him and bones playing with the bench? Is it um, him and Murray playing with the bench? What's that going to look like? Obviously, this equation changes after yet another back surgery, but Malone said straight up explicitly at training camp last year, the plan is to stagger Michael with the bench. I think it makes sense. I'm For sure, sure it does. Be, I'm sure they're going to be slow to, to put Murray in there as an option um, for various reasons. So 
Yeah, I think Porter and Bones off the bench is plenty of pop. And actually, like, it's the brightest timeline for the season for me personally. Like, the greatest way this could break in Denver's favor is if, you know, at some point in the season we're like, Hey man, the the Bones MPJ two man game is that like a, yeah is that yeah. as good yeah. as the Murray Jokic two? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just, we're having these dumb conversations where we're like, I don't know, half the time that duo is better than the other duo. It would it would be really cool. Yeah, just yeah, we've just never we've never really had that with the Nuggets bench. I know. Like Will Barton's kind of flirted with being that guy in the past. We've just never had that definitive stagger that's like worked for long periods. The, the closest like. we've had honestly was last year with, with a uh, boogie. Like, boogie. Yeah. Boogie yeah. last year. I mean, it was such a short period of time, but there was a point in time where like, you're like, no matter what the starters do, like the bench has a chance to also go in there and boogie will just dominate or whatever. So yeah, I mean, there's a chance. Yeah. All right. Here's another candidate for a breakout. Zeke Naji. Look guys, the streets are talking. People are talking. <laughs> streets Zeke are Najee's, Zeke Najee's been in the practice talking. gym this summer. Oh, That's God. what people are saying. Wait, is there muscle watch? Do we have muscle watch? We've that, got that, muscle watch. Is, is he in the best shape of his life? Those muscles are watched, bro. The, the Nuggets, <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets did put out like a little teaser video um, the other day. I actually forgot to send it to Kale, but he's looking good. He's the muscle watch is in full effect. Also, apparently his shot looks great. That's what people are saying. You know, that part, I believe you won't know why, because it's He's always looks great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I look, yep. I Zeke just needs consistency, man. I really believe that. Like I'm, I'm a, I, I'm still buying Zeke Najee stock. I don't think he's a star, but I think he's a really, really good player and a really good role player. And he just needs consistent minutes, consistent opportunity. And, um, if he gets it this year, I, I'm I'm buying it. The one thing I will say is he does look jacked. He he's looks jacked. enormous, man. Like he looks in summer league, he looks legitimately bigger. He, he's on the Vlatko Chanchar play. Like That's was right. it year three with Vlatko? That was the bubble where he got jacked as well. Just for whatever reason, yeah. these guys go through a cycle. They're like, what if I just make my guns enormous? Kale, can you pull up that uh, video I just sent you? I, I want us to kind of break down who's in the gym. Uh, for the Nuggets right now. Last day of August, this was taken. There's there's some guys featured here. I, I just want us to check out who's who's in this video. Like there's Zeke. Zeke. Davon Reed's there. Christian, Christian Brown. That's Ish Smith, who has like the ugliest jumper ever. <laughs> like, look at that thing. <laughs> I like nope. it. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't let's funny, man. Like I'm seeing Zeke Peyton do those, that one. Like he looks big, but not it's like he looks big in photos, but when he's playing, he just looks normal, which is good. I'm I'm saying that is a good thing. Zeke, I think Zeke is one of those guys. Look at his good my god, the shoulders and arms, he's enormous. Man. Well, a little a little bit of strength, I think, would be a good thing for him. For a guy who's so well sized and has a good nose for rebounding, I think he's had a harder time doing it at the NBA level than maybe mm-hmm. he potentially has to. So adding some strength, we'll see if that helps. Everyone says that every offseason. But it was when I saw him in summer league. It was like a whoa, he is bigger thing. I'm telling you, the thing about Zeke is, if he never played in summer league, I think everyone would be high on him. His summer league was that bad that everybody just like <laughs> jumped off, and it and it didn't mean anything. Yeah. But I also understand why it paints all of ours, including my perception of him, because he's been a solid, if not you know, not necessarily a sexy player, but he's been so good at things Denver needs. So I do expect a good year. I don't know about breakout candidate. Sure. I will say, if we're talking actual breakout 
the one guy I could see we, that we haven't talked about again, it's hard to say with like KCP and Bruce Brown, what would a breakout sure. be? They're kind of already known. Are they, right. they're like Aaron Gordon. I could see Bruce Brown being really, really good this year, but would it be, you call it a breakout? I don't know. But the one guy that I'm not counting on it, but it would be cool to see is Christian Brown, who I really do think brings something to the table that nobody else does. Does he have the opportunity in him? Is he ready? I just talked about bones in year two and how you have to temper expectations. This is a rookie, but nonetheless, is he a guy that actually just is solidly in the rotation and doing things that you expect Would that for me, that would probably count as a breakout. I'd be like, Oh wow. He broke out this year and played 15 minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm envisioning Christian Brown being a guy at the beginning of the season that Michael Malone just kind of experiments with. You know, like maybe they're playing, um, I don't know, maybe they're playing the Blazers and you throw them on Damian Lillard for a couple of possessions. You know, you're, right. you're playing the Kings and you throw them on De'Aaron Fox for a couple of possessions end of the second quarter. You'll see, you see how he does. If he does really well, you give him another shot in the second half. If he doesn't do well, maybe it's not his night. I think he starts off the season that way and builds on it. So which hypothetical bodes better for the Nuggets season? Zeke Naji broke out within the context we're describing or Christian Brown? I mean, which one do you think would be a bigger win? I, man, it's tough. I kind of, I mean, it's, it is tough. I kind of feel like it might be Christian Brown just because the, you have Jeff Green and you have Black Ojanchar that if the, the guy behind sort of like is a, a better safety net, the guy behind Zeke Naji. Um, and then also Christian Brown, I think going forward, you're going to need some cheap three and D options on the wing. And he, he represents that. So I think, but it's, it's close. It's close to me. Yeah. If you can just lock in Christian Brown at the two, you know, as, as you're back up these next couple seasons, and then maybe he's the starter when KCP moves on, that would be awesome for Denver. Like, like that to have that taken care of would be great. With Zeke, though, he's he needs a breakout more. Like the Nuggets probably need Zeke to break out a little more, probably just because he's up for a contract extension after this year. You got to see what Zeke can do. It's his third season. You've got to know after this year if he's a guy that you want to keep around or not. You know, like like right. this is his prove it year. And look, if he has a great year, if he breaks out, boom, like you give him the extension. Um, he comes back as like your third big next year. And like, I've, I've always thought he can be the perfect Jokic role player. He's a 40 plus percent shooter, versatile defender, smart, stays in his lane. This year, it's, it, it kind of might be his make it or break it year in Denver. Mm. I, I really, I, I really think so. He's definitely under more pressure. You can say it that way. Uh, vote, let's hit another break on the other side, finish up with any more breakout candidates and then get to some uh, interesting notes from around the league guys. Uh, the magic have, have joined the practice facility club. They're, they're the newest member into the club of teams with new practice facilities. Um, also some, some other notes from around the league too. All right. We've added big drive energy into the content fold. We brought golf events into the DNVR community. How about golf apparel? Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. Do you want to look as fly as Spencer? You don't need a mullet. You can just get the cool pants and stuff. Uh, go to Pins and Aces. They love their gear and you can get tons of compliments on and off the course. They're family owned. 
and they're based right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even beer sleeves, an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep the drinks cold the entire round. Priorities are important on the golf course, people. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code DNVR, that's us, to receive 15% off your first order. You also get free shipping. Go to pinsandaces.com and use code DNVR. We went to Serbia and we did a lot of cool things, but we might not have survived it without the help of Athletic Greens. It's daily nutritional insurance, <laughs> uh, hydration, maintenance, vitamins, the good stuff, the stuff that keeps you breathing when you party as hard as we did. I swear by fun. Athletic Greens now having been on this trip. I like, I'm telling you before, you guys could probably tell, like, didn't love, my wife took, took a lot of, this trip, I needed <laughs> it so bad, it saved me. I'm telling yeah. you, every day now I'm doing my Athletic Greens, every single day. Well, it's true, man. I literally do use this product every single day because it's got 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. All you need is one scoop, 12 ounces of cold water, you're out the door, taken care of. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. That's athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I'm going to throw in a DraftKings pick of the week as well. Do it. It's Thursday. It's time for that. Serbia's minus 23. Oh, oh I can't, I can't wait tomorrow. to hear what you say right here. This is going to be the tough. Oh, my goodness. All minus right, 23. Minus okay. 23. What do you yeah, this is great. They're going to cover. Advice. They're, They're going <laughs> to They're absolutely going to cover. Netherlands might be the worst team in the whole uh, Eurobasket field. Uh, Serbia is definitely going to cover that. I love that. I'm going to say they don't. I'll, I'll bet you they don't. Okay. How's that for a pick of the week? I think they don't. First game, always a little shaky. I mean, Spain just beat Bulgaria by 20-something. No. Serbia's going to beat Netherlands by Only Wynn would not only take that line, he uses it for pick of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a better pick of the week, though? Jokic MVP. Jokic MVP. Of Eurobasket or the NBA? Of Eurobasket. (laughs) One step at a time here. Why not both? (laughs) Why not both? Why not go back to back? Uh, all right, we're back here on the DMVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We've got one super chat to get to. Carlos Romero, uh, he chimes in, donating for next year's DMVR Slovenia trip. Love it. I know nothing about Slovenia. I'm sure it's a very beautiful country, great people. I know absolutely nothing about it other than the fact that they are very good at basketball for being a pretty small country. Yeah. I'd love to learn more, though. I'd love to learn more about it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we got some links from around the association that I want to get to here. Oh, a little around the A? Yeah, let's go a little around <laughs> the association. Hang on. I'm rusty. A-T-A. There's that beautiful graph. <laughs> uh, the Orlando Magic guys have joined the ranks of teams with just pristine state-of-the-art practice facilities. Uh, Kale should have this tweet ready to go. Yes, here it is. Um, look how beautiful that thing is. Just glistening in the artificial light there. You know what? This is one of those photos, though, where I can't actually tell what it looks like. Same. It looks like a piece of Same. art, but I, it's not. Uh, it's more artistic than it is descriptive. No insight into how nice this facility is. 
he, here's my read on this facility. Keep it there. It probably get on that one. It probably didn't cost that much. Like, <laughs> this doesn't look like a facility that really broke the bank. You like, think I, this to me looks like a Holiday Inn Express lobby. <laughs> this to me, this picture to me looks like every like common area in every Denver apartment building. That's yeah. what that looks like to me. But that's nice. It's still nicer than what Denver's got. Yeah, it is nice. I don't think this is a facility that looks like it was like fifty million dollars. Like I think it, I'm thinking like twenty million dollar range. You know, this right. it's not the best facility out there. It's yeah. It's fine though. It's good. You know what? I'm gonna beat up on the on the Nuggets for not having one extra hard this year because training camps in goddamn San Diego, and we just flew seven people to, to Serbia, and now I gotta <laughs> we gotta figure out a way to fly people just to cover goddamn practices. Which, by the way, they only talk to us for five minutes a day anyway. It's the worst thing. It's the, I'm so mad about it. Look at our boy Chill Ducey with the top comment there. Nuggets in the arms race. What's that? <laughs> Look at the top comment there. Friend of the show. Yeah. Away, well, man. we know that there are plans coming together for uh, a Nuggets facility. They're they're coming together. They're they're in the ether allegedly. Uh, we also we have Carmelo Anthony looking to still sign with an NBA team. Kale, can you bring this up? I found that this was this was an interesting play by Melo's agent or PR person to get this video out there. Tell me if this video makes you want to sign Carmelo Anthony if you're an NBA team. <laughs> I mean, well, videos don't play on StreamYard, Kale. We got to start downloading these beforehand to just load them because I can't. It's not. It's just like a frozen. Well, thing. I'll break it down for you, Adam. He's dunking. He takes a gather. He's he's fed another pass and then he dunks. And that's that's the workout. And well, the, the caption on that video is like. Mellow looking great, still looking for an NBA team. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I, I I just absolutely love it, man. Yeah, empty gym doing dunks. Although to be to be fair, me and Mellow same age. I can't do that. Yeah, that's four true, five man. four five six dunks in a row. No way, man. He he clears that bar for sure. He does clear that bar. He would totally kick my ass in the Whitlock League. <laughs> uh i also wanted to get to this one monte morris uh he announced on twitter it was his last day in denver back on august 27th but before of course leaving, he did. that's a classic mr nugget move before leaving he met up with bones highland this guy are you what kidding? message do you think was delivered from monte morris to bones highland on that day <laughs> Nuggets fan fiction. I love that we make fan fiction like this. Like, you know what he said. He explained Mr. Nugget, what it entails. I mean, that's what I'm he, thinking. He clearly went over all of the rules and guidelines and expectations, and uh, there was a small ceremony. Yeah, I think he told him something about um, with great power comes great responsibility, something along those lines. And then he handed him, he handed him a gold nugget, and, and then he knighted him. Yeah, look, look, you you guys are you guys are you know joking about this, but but I think there's something here because like in an alternate universe, or maybe not that alternate, but maybe you know Bones Highland is the one that's traded this summer, and Monte Morris is still in Denver. You know, like I think there's a couple scenarios out there where that could have happened, but that that's not the case. Monte is gone. Bones Highland is here. I wonder if Monte, you know, is delivering the message like, look, man. 
I was the steady hand at backup point guard these last couple of years. That's got to be you. You know, you got to be steady. You, you've got to be a rock. Like you're going to be relied upon this year, just like I was relied upon these last couple of years. Um, like just just be ready. So I'm, I'm I'm sure some some sort of message was delivered. And mate, look, Monte, who knows if this was talked about? We are, of course, projecting, guessing. We know that. But Monte knows as well as anyone that. You know, if you come into this role and you love this city, they'll love you right back. So maybe maybe that that's some of what we're saying, too. But I, I, I think Bones is ready for this on and off the court, fellas. It's exciting. I, I do the Monte thing. I had sort of gotten over it, but those tweets the last week did kind of bum me out yeah. a little bit. They, they, they lost a part of the soul. It might It's probably worth it in the, in the long run. Some hard decisions need to be made, but a, a part of the soul is gone for sure from this team. Yeah. Hopefully Monte declassified all the Mr. Nugget documents before heading out <laughs> or didn't take any with them. Hopefully uh, last one I got guys. Um, this was in episode two of bones is uh, oh, yeah. docu series. That's on YouTube right now. This is Ryan green's picture. Like, hell yeah. Am I, am I right? This is just in yeah. bones Highlands house. Oh, hell and yeah. That's the coolest thing ever, man. That's the coolest yeah. shit. So in this uh, part two of this vlog series, Bones is giving a tour of his house. He's showing all these pictures that are up. And then, boom, it's just RG's picture right there. That That's so dope, man. I haven't had a chance to watch these yet. I'm, like, behind. I got to watch this. I got to watch Game of Thrones. I haven't even watched the uh, the rehearsal finale yet. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah, you- Game of Thrones in there. Yeah, isn't there a new? There's a new Game of Thrones, right? Everybody's making fun of me for not having seen it no, yet. But I'm oh, is there? I don't know. I didn't watch the original Game of Thrones, so I don't know. That's a while. Right. That's why you, sh- you should start with could be you. You should start with with busy bones. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. Yeah, I'll, I will. I'm definitely gonna get to it. Have you guys? <laughs> I've been jet lagged for 14 days straight. The like going Damn. there, and by the time I the last day I had adjusted yep. and then came back, and then I've just been. I like last night, man. Nine o'clock. I was like, I'm so tired. I feel terrible. Yeah, I'm having a good so time, bad. but I want to sleep. I know. Yeah. So you're saying you don't want to go to Eurobasket uh, final in hey, man. a couple weeks? S- Serbia, Slovenia, Jokic, Chanchar, the matchup of the century. You there know? is an offer on the table to crash on a couch. I will say that. It's a real I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. They make it to the semis. I'll look at flights. All right. Hey. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at the price. I'll see, I'll see what's going yeah. on. I'll take a look. Yeah. Um, where is the final? Uh, is it Berlin? I think the final's in Berlin. Yeah, so, Berlin. Yeah. I've never been to yeah. Berlin. I think it's probably a little easier to get there than it is to get to Belgrade. Just saying. I don't know that it is, though, to be honest. I don't, <laughs> This is a dumb thing that I know all the direct routes from Denver to Europe. <laughs> There's not a direct to Berlin one. I don't believe. Yeah. Hmm. Probably two flights instead of Frankfurt, three, Munich. Lufthansa yeah. and United. I don't know what else. Iceland Air, yeah. Reykjavik. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we do have all right, you, got, you guys got anything else before we get out of here? That's all I've got for today. Uh, Germany, France is on right now. Germany is up four. Uh, what? On France? Yeah. Oh, my. Well, let's go turn it on. All right, let's get to that. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow. You, tomorrow. Winner's Lounge. We got tomorrow's show is not at a regular scheduled time. 
That's a good note. Tomorrow's show is not at a regular schedule time. We'll go live after Serbia beats the Netherlands by more than 23 points. <laughs> See you guys there. If you haven't, throw us a like before you head out of here. Talk to you guys tomorrow.